This is uh, the Yardbird Tuna Show. I'm your host, Tuna, back with another one. Um, this is episode 16. I'm going to call this episode Gratitude. Uh, I'm here today by myself, doing my own thing. Baby in the background with my wife screaming her head off right now. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's tough, man. Um... Uh, the weather's kind of shitty. I've been busy as hell all week long. Uh, I had some bad news. I had a, uh, <clears throat> I heard a uh, a friend of mine passed away recently, and then I also heard about, uh, you know, this guy that was kind of like a father figure to my dad. You know, like a local legend around here recently passed away. You know, so a lot of things going on, man. And, and admittedly, I'm kind of bummed out. So, uh, I don't know, man. i just been uh, just thinking a lot lately, you know? Life's so fucking short. It's so easy to uh, get caught up and just over overwhelm yourself with, with just, like, normal bullshit of just just doing life, you know, like just trying to fucking figure shit out, and, uh, I don't know, man, I just been, uh, it's hard, I got a baby, I ain't fucking sleeping, <laughs> even though my wife's a saint, and she's getting up with the kid, trying to take care of her, and, and, uh, feed her, and burper, and all that shit in the middle of the night, it still wakes my ass up, so I ain't fucking sleeping, and, uh, you know, you just get you just get overwhelmed. So uh, the reason I wanted to name this particular episode "Gratitude" is because I figured if I'm fucking bummed out, then I'm just gonna sit here for the next 28 fucking minutes or whatever, however long it takes, and I'm just gonna explain all the things that I'm grateful for because there's there's been t moments in my life where uh, I had it far worse than I currently do now. So maybe that's something I need to reflect on right now, you know? And any time that I get bummed out on myself, you know? So, uh, so what am I grateful for? Well, I'm grateful that, uh, that I have a child, you know? I just turned 38 years old, and uh, I have a five-month-old child. And admittedly, that's something that I never thought was going to fucking happen. You know, not not that I never thought it was going to happen. I wanted it to happen. But um, I was just starting to believe that it wasn't going to happen. You know, it just seemed like... It just... You know, life goes on. I got, I got my shit together. I got clean and sober right around 30 years old. And then after that, you know... It just took time dating and meeting people and getting my life together and, and then eventually meeting my wife and, uh, you know, just took time. And I just, after a while, I started to believe that maybe I wasn't going to have a child, you know, 
And, and it did. It did work out. And I'm really, truly grateful for that. Um, I'm never upset about it. You know, sometimes, it, you know, we all get a little annoyed when she's screaming at fucking one o'clock in the morning, you know, for a half hour straight. But even then, I'm grateful to at least have that, to experience it, you know. Every time that I look in my child's eyes, you know, every time I look at her, she just fucking lights up, you know, like these big fucking marble eyes in her head. And she's got like this big gummy fucking smile. Like she just grins from ear to ear and all I can see is these pink little gums in her fucking mouth. And it's so, like it makes me laugh because she's laughing and it's, uh, it's like the most amazing experience, you know? And, uh... That's an amazing thing that I'm truly grateful for, you know. Um, and then second on my list, obviously, is my wife, you know. is uh, You know, there's so many parts to this gratitude. It's the fact that, uh, you know, when I was dating, I, uh, I dated so many different women. I, I was a very open-minded person. I fucking dated women of all ethnicities. I dated women of fucking anywhere, international women. I didn't give a shit. I dated a Moroccan girl that was Muslim one time. And, you know, uh, fuck it, dude. If they're cute and they got a good personality, I'll hang out. I don't give a shit. And, uh, but it didn't always work. You know, sometimes it, it clashed a lot and, uh, I always had this thing in my head, you know, like I was always looking for like this perfect woman and for a while there, I believed that I was going to eventually bump into this perfect woman that was going to like be perfect, be everything that I'm looking for, you know, and when I got my shit together and I was dating different women and I thought, all right, well now I can actually like be a better person to whatever, my significant other, you know, like now I'm actually working on myself instead of being a fucking burden to whoever I'm in a relationship with, now I can actually participate and give back and be something. And, uh, and dating was hard because I met good people. We just weren't really good together, you know? Either they drove me nuts or I drove them nuts or we just simply just didn't fit. We didn't fit, you know? And, um, I remember the one girl, man, she used to drive me fucking crazy. The one girl that I dated. And, um, after I broke up with her, I started having this idea that like, maybe my standards are too high, you know, maybe I'm not going to find the perfect girl. And, uh, if I want a family and children, maybe I should just accept whoever the fuck comes along next and just try to make it work, you know, lower your standards. Whoever comes along is a good person, you know, cause you don't just let anybody in your life. You can't do that. You still have to have some, some standards. You got to have a good person, but you know, you're going to argue, you're going to have problems, but that was like, so my logic was, is stop, stop believing that you're going to find this perfect woman. And, uh, you know, Dumb luck, dumb luck, you know, like, uh, I met my wife through my cousin's now ex-wife, 
And, uh, and she's on my gratitude list too, you know. April, you know, if you're listening, I'm grateful to you. I would not have known my wife without you. So, whatever. If things didn't work out for you and my cousin, then I'm sorry to hear that, you know. But I'm grateful to you. And, uh, and I hope things work out for you, whatever happens in your life. And, um, but uh, I met my wife through, like I said, through my cousin's now ex-wife. And I just remember feeling like, I think I, I think I did it. I think I fucking did it. I think I actually did find the perfect woman. You know, I think I finally did. And I'm telling you right now, we've been together like five or six years. I don't even know anymore. And we do have our little arguments. We do have our little disputes. I'm a fucking control freak. She's a little, a little uh, scattered. You know, she's a little messy sometimes, but that's okay. We're different and we're allowed to be different. And she likes different things from me. And, uh... And I'm fucking strange too, but we love each other just the way we are. We accept this is the way they are. And um, it's a beautiful thing, you know. It's, it's such a beautiful thing, and I'm extremely grateful to have my, my child and my wife, you know, a part of my life nowadays, you know. And, uh, you know... You know, the beauty is, is, uh, I guess the next on my list would be my biological mother, you know, I've kind of briefly mentioned her in the past, and, uh, and my other mother, you know, the, my father's wife, you know, both wonderful people in different ways, but, uh, I guess next on my list would be my mother, you know, the month of October is a big month for me. Uh, one, it's my birthday on the 4th, and then eight days later, I celebrate my clean time. And, uh, this particular year, in six days, I'll be celebrating nine years clean. That means nine years with absolutely no narcotics or alcohol or weed or whatever the fuck you can't comprehend about narcotics. It means no chemicals in my body for nine fucking years. That's what it means. And because I'm a fucking hardhead, me in particular, <laughs> that also means no, like, uh, no meds either. You know, uh, back in the day, I used to take a lot of psych meds and um, uh, anti-anxiety, antidepressants, uh, mood stabilizers, and other bullshit because uh, I'm diagnosed with PTSD and probably should be diagnosed with bipolar or fucking manic depression. I don't fucking know, but, uh, but I definitely have some, some shit going on. The moral of the story is, is I don't take no meds for it. I just kind of deal with it, you know, and, uh, and it's been going well. It's been going real well. So, um, anyway, my third gratitude is to my mother, uh, so, the reason I say that is because obviously she gave birth to me on October 4th. And then, uh, to me, the more important thing uh, is the fact that she's the one that actually helped me get clean. 
you know. Uh, my, my dad and my stepmother or my mother, you know, it's such a pain in the ass having to distinguish, you know, the, the differences here. But anyway, you know, most of my family kind of was just at their end's wit. They didn't know what the fuck else to do with me. And uh, my mother, my biological mother at that point had, uh, I think like a decade clean, I believe, maybe not, I, I don't know. I don't know what the math is, but she had quite a bit of clean time. And at that point, she was very worried about me. So she was calling me every day, every day, sometimes more than once a day, just to check on me um, to see if I was still alive, you know, because uh, it was that bad. I was uh, taking a huge amount of fucking opiates and uh, benzodiazepines, which is like your anti-anxiety meds, your... Kalanapins, your Xanax, your fucking Ativan, uh, Valium, you know, all that good stuff. And then um, drinking heavily on top of it, taking uh, sleeping aids. So I was taking uh, Ambien, a lot of it. <laughs> Anything I could find in pill form, I would take huge amounts of because uh, I fucking hated who I was and I didn't really want to live. And... Um, that's the honest truth. But, uh, so, she was calling me every day back then, you know, right about now, you know, right about now, nine years ago, she was calling me every day up until the 12th of October when uh, I finally answered the phone the one morning and uh, I just was done, you know. I was uh, contemplating going... I was living down in Wilmington with this, uh, with this friend of mine. And uh, I was contemplating going out back and sitting on the train tracks behind uh, the house where we were living at. I just didn't want to fucking do it no more, you know? I didn't want to do it. I was just tired of the way I was living. And uh, she asked me, she goes, are you, are you really fucking tired? Are you really done? Like, are you legitimately done? You know? And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking done. I can't do this no more, you know? And uh, she said, all right, you just fucking stay right there. You wait for me, and uh, we're going to take care of this, you know? So she left work and drove all the way from, uh, I believe, Westchester, all the way down to Wilmington to fucking get me, pick me up. And uh, she drove me all the way out to Coatesville VA Hospital where I got clean at. Spent a few months out there doing some therapy and uh, get my shit together. And um, she did that, you know. She knew what to do. You know, my, my, uh, my dad's side of the family did not know uh, how to help. They, you know, they obviously wanted to. But uh, the one thing that we talk about in my 12-step program is that... Uh, it's kind of like, you know, uh, we got to help each other, you know. A recovering addict understands another recovering addict or an active addict. And, you know, like, uh, that's just the only way it gets done. You don't go to a, a somebody who has not no experience at something and ask them, you know, like if you, if you have a friend that... Uh, has never worked on a fucking car ever in his life, you wouldn't go to him and say, hey, man, can you help me do my brakes? He don't know what the fuck he's doing. 
He can't help you. What the fuck's he going to do? So addiction is, is the same way. You know, you need to get somebody that has some experience in it. Has been down that road, and uh, that's the only real way you're going to get some help. You know, fortunately, my mother is also a recovering addict, and 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 she could help me, and she did, and uh, and I'm very grateful for that. So uh, yeah, so that's my uh, top three, I suppose. And uh, who else do we got? Well, I mean, then we could start pecking away at my family, you know, like uh, my sister. My sister's always been in my corner, you know. Even when I was fucking up, man, she always tried to just give me some sound advice. And uh, she was very logical. She always kind of like had like this logic way of looking at things like, hey, man, you're fucking up. You shouldn't do that. You know, she's always uh, she's always there for me, you know. She's... um. Not only is she my sister, she's a good friend, you know? Sometimes I need some advice, and uh, it's good to have a female friend. I, I've realized that over the years, as a dumb guy, that you definitely need a woman's perspective. Because, man, if you ask a dude about a relationship, a dude's going to give you the same dumb fucking advice that you'll give to somebody else. We're fucking cavemen. A guy does not understand a woman. But if you go ask your sister, hey, what's going on about this? You're going to probably get a better understanding of what the fuck is happening here. So, uh, so yeah. So, my sister's on, on the list. My brother, you know. My brother and I have had, like, this weird on-again, off-again relationship for a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful the fact that it was my birthday on Friday... Saturday, we agreed we were going to meet up for lunch, and, uh, you know, it was such an amazing experience. I don't think him and his wife and his beautiful children, I don't think I could explain to them how much it meant to me to sit and just, you know, eat lunch with these guys, and, uh, my sister-in-law's holding my baby, and they're smiling, and, uh, I just want to help. So, but they're laughing at me and they're like, dude, just eat your fucking lunch. I'll take care of her. It's okay, you know? And, uh, and the kids, you know, like my brother's kids are just growing up fast, man. And, uh, they're smart, man. They're, they're sharp kids, you know, beautiful little girls, you know? And, uh, it was, it was a great experience, you know? One thing about me is, uh, I, I collect my, like my favorite memories, you know? And uh, I've learned over the years to save the good ones and try not to, to linger on the bad ones. You know, we all got some bad fucking memories that can just pollute our fucking, you know, our, our attitude and our personality and just, just, it seeps in and just fucks you up from the core, you know? And uh, nowadays I try to really let that shit go, you know? There's, there's plenty of times where I get in my own head and I'm like, you know, I could just say, I could say fucked up shit, and I could just say, oh, you know, my brother's a dickhead, he's always, like, fucking kind of ignorant to me, or whatever, and you, you, you could say anything about anybody, my dad, my dad was a fucking cold prick most of my life, you, you know, there's so much negative shit in this fucking world that you can just focus in on, and get stuck on it, and, and it's just gonna eat you alive, 
you know? And, and I don't want to live like that, man. I sincerely don't want to live like that. Yes, I'm, I'm a little bummed out today. I don't know. I got some bad news, and the weather's kind of shitty, and uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes I just wake up, and I'm not always in the greatest... Uh, I just don't always feel the best. But the beauty of life is that I'm going to wake up tomorrow... And I'm going to feel fucking great because I had to experience this little bit of, you know, a little bit of depression or whatever the fuck I'm dealing with today, you know? And um, it's just the way it is, man. So so anyway, back to my brother Matt and uh, and his, his family. It was great to see him. And I was super, you know, uh, I was excited. You know, I... Admittedly, we have the, uh, the, the Yardbird Tuna fan book, uh, fan page or whatever. Uh, it's basically a roast page where we all just talk shit on each other. It's pretty awesome. I love it. But, uh, dude, <laughs> it's so funny. Dude, I can get in my own head worse than anybody. So, uh, of course, my brother and I were, like, in, in the, uh, the group kind of talking shit the one time. And me, being the fucking big pussy that I am, I kind of took offense or maybe I was worried that he was going to take offense so, as always, I'm like the most sensitive motherfucker on the planet. I talk so much shit on everybody else, and yet when a little bit comes my way, I, my ass gets chapped. I do. I'll admit it. Fuck it. I'll admit it. I don't care, man. Uh, I mean, you just got to own up to who you are, right? So, I don't know, man. That's it. But, uh, so yeah, man, it was, you know, my brother, my younger brother, Timmy, you know, I try not to say people's names, but anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't got that many listeners. <laughs> it's not like we're going to have stalkers showing up. But uh, anyway, my youngest brother, you know, uh, I love him. I love him. He has always been like this positive light to me. Even when he was struggling, he still felt the need to project positivity. You know, I knew that he was hurting. I knew he was hurting for a long time there, and I wanted to help him so fucking bad because I'd been down that road, and uh, I just, I knew he was hurting. And, and I just, you know, like, I don't know about the rest he is, but I get into this idea where I think that I'm going to, I'm going to fix somebody. I see them, and they need a little help, and I want to help them, so I'm going to try to interfere and fix and, and give good advice and... You know, uh, not everybody wants to hear your fucking advice, you know? <laughs> you know, not that's uh, sometimes people need to figure shit out on their own. I'm definitely one of them people. And, uh, yeah, so my youngest brother, I'm, I'm, he's definitely on my list of gratitude, you know? And uh, always trying to be positive. Even when we talk, you know... Uh, I don't know if some of my family gets weirded out because I'll say to them that I love them, and I'll say it out loud. I don't give a shit. We could be standing in the middle of a fucking public area with fucking strangers all around us. I'll still hug my dad and fucking tell him I love him, and I'll hug my brothers and sister. I don't fucking care, man, you know? The the beauty of uh, the millennial generation or whatever, I, I you know, we show emotions nowadays... Yes, people are a little more sensitive. Yes, people are, you know, get ass hurt. 
because you said a bad word or you fucking offended them because you made a bad joke or... Uh, yes, people are sensitive nowadays, but people are also expressing themselves better. You know, instead of just bottling shit up and fucking going crazy and exploding someday and shooting up the fucking workplace, you know, <laughs> which apparently does happen actually, but uh, that's a whole other crazy conversation for another day, which we already did. We already discussed the shooting and the bullying and all that bullshit, but uh, you know, it's such a fine line, such a fine line, you know. Uh, so anyway, yeah, my youngest brother, always positive, even when he's struggling, he's always got something nice to say, and, uh, I'm grateful for that, you know, so, uh, and just so we're all clear, if my family is listening, this list is not by, like, rank or anything like that, it's just a list of people that I'm grateful for, nobody outweighs another or... That's not that's not what we're doing here. So uh, I'm just stating that these are the things that I think about, you know, when I need to cheer me up, you know. So uh, interesting fact is that my father <laughs> in the last few years has been diagnosed with uh, epilepsy and, uh, and that kind of rocked his world. And uh, maybe some people won't be... You know, I don't know. Maybe somebody will give me shit about saying that out loud on this thing. But the good news is, is nobody's really listening to my podcast. So, <laughs> you're safe. This episode will go fall into history and disappear on the uh, internet. And nobody will ever listen to whatever again. Because I'm not a famous person. <laughs> but uh, anyway. So, yeah. There, there was this uh, interesting dynamic my father and I had growing up, you know, he was tough, he, he, he loved me, I know that he loved me, I know that he wanted what's best for me, he was hard on me because I was a hardhead, I was always very rebellious, uh, it was no surprise to my father when I told him that I wanted to start doing this, and I wanted to start making goofy videos, and when I started telling my family that I was interested in attempting to do some kind of comedy or stand-up. Uh, I've always been a pretty creative person, but I've also been very eccentric, too. And uh, my father didn't always appreciate that. You know, when I was a younger person, young kid, uh, young, young teenager or young adult, whatever, uh, he kind of fucking <laughs> would get pissed off at me for just being pretty eccentric. And... Um, we just had this tough, tough, uh, tough love kind of relationship, you know? And uh, I mentioned the epilepsy because it was such an interesting thing when, uh, after I got my shit together, you know, he was proud of me and he respected what I was doing, but he was still a little tough. And uh, it's interesting because he had this experience, this... Uh, he had a real bad seizure, and it wiped out a large portion of his memory. Uh, it came back, but it was it was really hard for him to suddenly... Everything changed, you know? Like, his whole world, he had, like, a fucking paradigm shift where everything changed, and uh, 
it rocked him, man. It rocked him hard. And uh, I think it scared him, too. And we suddenly had something to talk about, me and my dad. Something real, other than ball busting and cars or motorcycles. Like, we suddenly had a reason to, to have a real conversation about real feelings and and we do you know and it was uh sometimes we we both get choked up you know sometimes my dad gets a little choked up my uh my family has asked me many times to try not to bring shit up around him but um but i guess that's the my generation and i feel the need that uh I don't, I don't really listen to my family. <laughs> I don't really listen to them when they ask me not to talk to them about certain things because it makes them emotional. My family doesn't like seeing my father emotional because that's uh, not the way we remember him for so long. But at the end of the day, I think it's something that's been inside of him for so long that it just couldn't stay hidden forever, you know? And I think it's important. So... Anyway, I'm grateful for my father. Um, what else can I say that I'm grateful for? Uh, well, I mean, obviously I'm grateful for my 12-step program that I attend regularly. And uh, I'm grateful for all the people that have sponsored me, you know, in, in that 12-step program and have uh, given me good guidance and tried to help me out, you know. Great people, you know, great people. And... Uh, it's just, um, there's just so much. This list could go on forever, you know. There's just been uh, good experiences, good people that I've met, and there's been bad things that have happened, and I overcame them, and I'm honestly, at this point in my life, grateful for all of it, you know. Sometimes people will ask me, you know, if you could go back in time and stop yourself from becoming a drug addict or uh, making some of the mistakes that I've made or uh, maybe stop people from hurting me or my family in certain kind of ways, you know, if you could go back in time and stop that, would you? And, you know, the immediate response is, is yeah, yeah, of course I would, but... I think that there's also a certain, no, maybe it needed to happen. And I know that sounds fucking crazy, but um, sometimes bad shit happens and it changes you and helps mold you into something better, you know? There's no such thing as a good person that's just born good and never experienced a bad fucking moment ever in their life. And they're just naturally just a happy-go-lucky, a good fucking person. I've never met that, okay? I've met a whole lot of good people, and usually they got a fucking story to tell, you know, about how they overcame something, you know? And, um, I don't know, man. Sometimes I uh, explain to people that I do this podcast and they'll ask me, you know, like, well, what is it exactly that you talk about on your podcast? I don't fucking know. I don't know what I talk about. I, I try to tell jokes. Maybe my fucking jokes ain't so funny. I try to be inspirational. You know, more than anything, this podcast is just me. 
you know? It's me. It's just my thoughts right out of my fucking head. Uh, again, today, here's another one of these moments that was completely unscripted. I didn't write a fucking note down on this page. Uh, you know, funny enough, I tried to record at 7 o'clock this morning. I actually wrote some bullshit down, and uh, I, I tried to record, and I really think that it was dog shit. <laughs> so I decided, fuck it, we're going to do it all over again, you know? Um, you just got to be grateful, man. Life is so fucking short. I had a friend of mine that recently passed away. I just think, uh, I heard he's got a wife and three kids. And he's uh, a little bit older than me. You know, a couple years older than me. And I think, God damn, man. God damn. A lot of people have died. A lot of people have died, you know. I always think about, like, my graduating class uh, or, or the people in my neighborhood that were my age coming up, you know. And I look back and I just think, so many fucking people died, you know. Whether it's drugs or motorcycle accidents or just fucking freak shit that just you wouldn't even imagine or just just people are dying, man. We're all dying. We're all going away. It's just... <laughs> You just don't think it's going to happen that fast, you know? And, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm one of these crazy assholes that wakes up and I just fucking do whatever I fucking feel like doing that day because I just always have that lingering thought in my head that, like, well, if I'm going to fucking die, I better fucking just do everything that I can, you know? And, and that's another thing that I'm grateful for, is just living the way I do, you know? Luckily, I'm not entirely broke, so I still get to experience some pretty wonderful things. I got some cool fucking toys. I got a hot rod that I love driving around. It's fucking awesome. It's got a big, obnoxious fucking motor in it. And yes, I will rev the fucking shit out of it at every stoplight because it's fucking fun, and I enjoy it, and I don't give a shit. If you're sitting next to me trying to listen to your fucking music, I don't care. My car is awesome. <laughs> and, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like I got everything in this world that I want right now, you know? I feel like, uh, I got a wife. I got a wonderful wife, you know? I got a wonderful wife. I look at some people, man, and I can see that they fucking, they just don't want to go home, or they just fucking bitch and complain about their spouse, just, you know, just fucking, they loathe spending time with their, their significant other, and I just think, yep, I don't have that problem, I'm not worried about that, you know, I can't wait to get the fuck home to my wife, and, uh, I don't know, man, to me, if you don't have that I hope you find it someday. I hope you experience that because it's fucking amazing, you know? And uh, and my kid, you know? My kid. Jesus. That's a fucking great smile on that kid, you know? I just, I'm looking forward to teaching her things. I'm trying to teach her how to talk right now and how to walk. It's probably way too fucking early. I don't know. I don't read the books. I'm kind of dumb. But, uh... I don't know. Fuck it. I'm going to teach her everything. Maybe I'm teaching her too early. Well, whatever. 
She'll be a fucking leader of the class. I don't give a shit. And um, life is good. Even on my worst fucking days, you know, life is good. You got to remember that, you know. I have to remember it anyway. That's a part of my uh, my 12-step stuff that I do, you know, is uh, just remembering how fucking ugly life can get. And I do recall that, you know. I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day, uh, the woman in the office that schedules our work, about just how much I thoroughly enjoy and appreciate my job, you know. I got a lot of freedom. I got a lot of downtime. I got, uh, it's a good job. We get paid very well, you know, uh, a lot of flexibility in our schedule. Uh, management seems to be pretty okay if we ask for a day off here and there, as long as we try to schedule it ahead of time. You know, it's a good job. It's a very good job. And uh, I think some of our guys don't realize how good it is, you know, I'll tell you this, I've worked in some fucking places where I hated my fucking life. I hated my life. So, again, I'm just, I'm just grateful to be where I'm at today, you know? I'm just, it could be so much worse, you know? <laughs> I know for a fact that it could be so much worse. And, um... Anyway, that was my gratitude, man. You know, I uh, I was a little bummed out. And and now I feel good. Now I'm going to go sit on my couch. I'm going to watch the newest season of Peaky Blinders, one of my favorite fucking shows, with me and my wife and my kid. Maybe we'll order some fucking wings. I don't know, man. Life is so fucking good, I can taste that shit. Anyway... I'll see you motherfuckers later, man. I'm all done here. Uh, if you haven't already, follow, like, share, whatever. I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast itself if this is your first time listening. Do me a favor. Just um, just stay tuned, you know? Every episode is different. I do something different, man. Sometimes I have people in here and we talk. Sometimes I interview people. Sometimes I'm just here by myself bullshitting. Sometimes sometimes I got something motivational to say. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm just crying and being a little bitch, you know? Anyway, this is the fucking Yardbird Tuna Show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go fuck yourself. I love you. <laughs>